0: Hello, and welcome to Virtual Magic Kingdom.
1: Oh my god, are you actually referencing the VMK? Yes,
0: I am, because oh that god. is not something that ever became defunct at any point. Vision's well, fantastic.
1: Oh!
0: <laughs> uh, I'm, glad oh we're, still around. I'm glad we're all in the know on this one. <laughs> now, it's not really a ride, but hey, you can decorate your house and play mini games. but don't remember, remember lots of words are banned, so you're going to have to find creative ways to, like, speak in the chat. <laughs>
1: Ridley Pearson tried to push that so hard in his Kingdom Keepers book,
0: <laughs>
1: which I didn't understand. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh. Actually, you know, what blows my mind a little bit is, you know, VMK and Visions Fantastic I think are different things, but like, I absolutely was part of Visions Fantastic for a while. Yeah, me too. What a, that was that, was, that a, was the most purple website I've ever seen. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Remember how they like so actually purple. had their own like theme music for a bit too? Mm-hmm. It was like now oh. that no? Disneylands 50, let's remember the magic <laughs> on patients. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is, we're we're getting lost in the weeds here a little bit, or in the webs, I suppose. <laughs>
1: Hello, welcome to Anna Musings. I am your host Kayla King. I'm joined by my other co-host David King.
0: Hey, everybody!
1: And we are discussing <laughs> Gracie. Gracie, <laughs> we're
0: discussing Gracie being really cute and being in the middle.
1: We are discussing Ralph breaks the Internet from 2018, and uh, we have returning guest. Victim, we're so sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, uh, it was bound to happen. Tarzan was was a fun one, Uh, basically a positive review. and Of course, we all loved uh, Wreck-It Ralph, and I figured now it's time for something that's not so perfect.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Sandy
1: Stoltz, everyone.
0: Hooray! Good to be back. It's good to have you back, my dude. Like, seriously. we always fun. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. Like we we had uh, that Ralph episode we did was such a blast, honestly. Like uh, and Tarzan before that. Oh man! And now we're just gonna bring it down. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> sorry. Mean, uh, I, I think such I think... a good
2: track record. No, no, <laughs> oh no, the streak
0: no. is ruined. <laughs>
2: That's all right. This will be. We'll, we'll have fun. We'll, have fun, like, film, we'll have fun regardless. Despite the film,
0: despite the film. I think everybody already knows what page you are on. But then again, I think most people are kind of on the same page with us about this movie. Unless I'm mistaken.
1: Mm, well, let me get into the history and then... Thank you, dear. <laughs> so we have Wreck-It Ralph. It's a success. People love it. There's already talks about a sequel as soon as it comes out. And there's ideas that are actually kind of thrown around. Rich Moore had conversations with John C. Riley about what to do next. What if Ralph met himself? That was an idea they liked. And one idea is, what if a second Fix-It Felix Jr. game? Was plugged in. How would that, how would that, they have a reaction because to that? They
0: do have that in arcades sometimes, don't they?
1: Yeah, there's a second game put yeah. in. If if a they're...
0: sequel or a popular game gets more than one. Yeah. Fick, fix It Felix 3.
1: Well, that that's actually another game idea they thought of. Like, oh, what if he interacted with a more contemporary Ralph in a mobile game or something?
2: Oh. <gasps> kind of glad they... they didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they
1: also came up with what if Ralph joins Super Smash, like a Super Smash Bros. type game? Well, that's that's I, kind of... I
2: heard there were rumors of just adding more characters like Mario and uh, Dirk the Daring from Dragon oh. Slayer. Yes, Could you imagine. And I, I was really hoping for that sequel.
1: Yeah, they did mention one of the things they kept saying they wanted to do was they really wanted Mario to be in this one, but uh, did he, did he ever show up?
0: There? Still didn't pull it off, no, actually, we didn't. I come to think of it, we didn't actually get any any Nintendo characters in this one, I don't think. Apart from like the appearance of some question blocks in the background at one point, we didn't even see Bowser this time. No, no, he
2: was in the first one. I I have a funny feeling something happened with, uh, (laughs) if there's (laughs) any company that's more stingy with their property than Disney,
0: it's Nintendo. Absolutely, it's Nintendo. So in
1: 2016, uh, Rich Moore does confirm, yes, we are definitely making a sequel. A sequel is in the works. And then in 2017, the title was confirmed As Ralph Breaks the Internet, and that the premise is that Ralph will be exploring the internet, and specifically online gaming, was the idea. And then, (laughs) yeah, that Well,
0: first of all, I think it's a bad sign when you don't call your movie Ralph Wrecks the Internet.
1: Yeah! (laughs) You you have a character named Wreck-It Ralph, and you call it Ralph Breaks the Internet. Why not Ralph Wrecks the Internet? Why? Yeah. There's not even, like, a real term for, like, breaking the internet. And it's like, not a
2: standalone movie, either. If you're watching this, it's because, you, because you've seen the first film. So, yeah. it's yeah. not like people are like, who's Wreck-It Ralph? It's like, they watched the film.
1: So, during the writing process, there was actually going to be ten... They had ten different versions.
0: Whoa. Yeah,
1: ten different versions of this was screened internally before the a final one was set up. And they kept with the internet premise. One of them was... Vanellope getting sucked into the internet and becoming an internet celebrity and then having that fame get to her head.
2: Okay. So Rocky 2. <laughs>
0: Rocky 2. Yeah. It's the history. You're right. You're um, right.
1: Another oh idea God. where Ralph goes to jail because he thought you had to be a virus to go viral. And it's... <laughs> and it's there where he meets Nosemore, a broken search engine. So Nosemore was still a part of the idea. huh. Mike the,
0: knows more.
1: And then together they work together to break out of jail. And then they huh. had an idea where Ralph would become internet famous. But then this would also include, and I kind of like this idea, an internet super cop villain, similar like um, Norton antivirus, called Bev. Which I'm like, oh yeah, we didn't really have a villain villain in this, did we? No. No, no this there,
2: one. there is no no actual villain. Except for Gene.
0: <laughs> always Gene. He's even worse. It's always one. Gene. Yeah, Gene's the worst. Gene's the worst.
1: <laughs> but the, the one thing they really wanted to focus on was Ralph and Vanellope reacting to the internet, like um, small town people going into a big city, and then realizing they had separate paths going forward. So the one thing that kept coming up in their brain was that the final line of the movie was, if that kid likes me, How bad can I be? So Phil Johnston, who is the co-director, said, at the time we made it, it sounded like a very sweet sentiment. However, as we started poking around at the idea, it's actually a little bit dysfunctional that Ralph is defining himself based on how another person feels about him. (laughs) So we were like, well, Ralph still has some work to do. And that's where the idea Uh... of Ralph's clinginess to Vanellope comes about, which I want to get into that because I...
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: How the internet looks is actually visually based off of uh, One Wilshire Boulevard in Los Angeles. This is the building where all internet traffic in North America passes through. Oh. Yeah. I've seen, like, I saw a picture. I'm like, oh, yeah. I've seen that before driving through Los Angeles. And this is something that kind of disappointed me because this wasn't explained well in the movie. But they actually had a world building thing going on that there were net users and netizens the users were like the real world people and those... So you see the real world sprites and there's a different... You can see their avatars being more squarish.
2: Yeah. Where, representing where, the people from the outside, actual humans.
1: Yes. And then the netizens are the websites and services they use. Characters that they meet that are actually part of the internet, those are netizens. And I'm like... Where was this? I've never heard these terms used up until I had to read an article about this. This wasn't terms used in the movie.
0: There's a little bit of it in the movie just in terms of like being able to tell the difference between mm-hmm. users and
2: Yes, that I people. think it's kind of implied. It is just implied. Just because the characters who are actually living in the internet look so different. Yeah.
1: I just think of the movie Tron where they actually say the word, oh, you're a user or you're um...
0: Or reboot. <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> And I should let you know, so you know how they use 20 million, like, brands? They didn't get licensing rights to any of the brands they used.
0: Wait, really? I thought that was kind of a big deal. Like, oh, look at all the licensing we got for this. Like,
1: So here's what producer Clark Spencer said. Over the course of making the film, we said to ourselves, we're creating the internet and all of us use it every day, so we should populate it with the actual websites we go to. Because of copyright, we could put them into the film without actually having to go to the companies. So we didn't approach them. There wasn't a case where somebody said they didn't want to participate because we didn't actually have to go and ask for permission.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing felt almost like a like a, like a review. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, this is this is fair use just because
0: we're making a commentary on it. But of course, Disney gets away with it because they're a big corporation, but a little person tries to use something like that, Copyright struck, removed from YouTube. Get out. Yeah, no, I'm not bitter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, also, another fun fact about this film: it's the first sequel, Disney animated sequel, since *Rescuers Down Under*.
0: Oh, That's insane! Yes, yeah. That, okay, uh, this I mean, this wow. is this
1: excludes all direct-to-video ones. This is yeah. specifically in the Disney Animation Studios.
2: That's wild.
1: And I I had I went back. I'm like, no. And yeah, the, this is the so. Technically, there's only been three sequels in Disney animated history, unless we want to count. I know what you're thinking.
0: Saludos Amigos. Saludos Amigos. Or Three Caballeros.
1: Yeah, Three Caballeros. I will
0: still argue that Three Caballeros is a sequel to Saludos Amigos. And I always just looked at them as
2: companion pieces. Yeah, but, but yeah, but it, they're it, like, it but could be history but history. chronologically.
0: <laughs> like they still happen because that's how. Anyway, never mind. Yeah. But I'm not making this argument again. <laughs>
1: But, uh, yeah, so there's not that many sequels in the Disney Animation Studios as you'd think there are. I'm kind of shocked.
0: Rescuers uh, Down Under was really good, though. It
1: is. Yeah,
0: it was actually an improvement from the original.
1: Mm -hmm. Unlike this film. Uh, We'll get into that.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, we're going to get savage on this one. So
1: this film was supposed to come out um, June 2018. But things happened. So I... Oh, it... Yeah, it's time.
0: The time has come. So... The walrus said.
1: Yeah, so the elephant in the room.
0: Hi, Peanuts.
1: (laughs) In November 2017, the Hollywood Report came out about how John Lasseter, who was well known for hugging employees, was also known for grabbing, kissing, and making comments about physical attributes. And this included, like, touching women's thighs and uncomfortable stuff like that. And actually... Many women were told, oh, if you're going to see him, make sure you turn your cheek as you're about to hug him and make sure you keep your hands over your legs. Like, there are rules, they would say, before going in. And a lot of women came forward about this.
0: That's, that's not cool. That's really not cool.
1: So that same month, he announced he was going to take a sabbatical and sent out a email to all employees about apologize which it was an apology it's kind of a mixed bag of reactions because the way it was worded was i apologize for any unwanted hugging and other gestures and that's what he apologized for which it the problem is it's more than that i mean the other gestures yes technically covers it but when you put the focus on hugging i bet that that's my thought but mm-hmm. and some people kind of were mixed views but the point is he did send a apology letter along with saying, I'm taking a sabbatical. And then it was on June 8th of 2018 that he said he would be leaving at the end of the year. He now heads Skydance Animation, which uh, they're going to be releasing their first animated film, which, which is called Luck this year. It was then on June 19th of 2018, Jennifer Lee was announced as Lasser's replacement as chief creative of Auspuster, And she currently still is today. Which is a,
0: Again, based on how much we've talked about Jennifer Lee recently, like a really good choice. She's an incredible powerhouse in that company.
1: Mm-hmm. Ralph breaks the internet was released on November twenty first, twenty eighteen, worldwide. So it had a budget of one hundred seventy five million, and it did well. Weirdly enough, okay, it grossed two hundred one million in the United States and three hundred twenty eight million in other territories, and this equaled up to about five hundred twenty nine point three million. Not like an amazing, but still considered a success. And weirdly enough, the reviews were positive. Really? Oh, yeah. I, was I like, must
2: have been looking at different reviews because everything I read was negative. So
1: originally when it came out, there were more positive reviews. But then as it, like time passed, it seems like there was more negative. I think but,
2: I only saw the ones that were negative. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, a, one of the things that kept coming up when I saw like the different reviews was how like oh look at how we spend time on the internet it comments on that but the one thing that a lot of people seem to agree upon was the third act of this film is the weakest also there's a a lot of comparisons to ready player one like a lot of reviews compared to ready player one
2: it's not as bad no but (laughs) it's still rough and I think I might be one of the few people who, uh, pe- one of the only people who believes that the third act is the only part where it's actually
0: all right. Uh, I feel I, like the first two acts are really bad. Uh, I
1: disagree, but you know what? Let's get into well, it. Yeah,
0: we'll get it. We'll get around to it because uh, I think I think I can see where you're coming from, though. Because like I want to. This is why we're here. I want to talk about this. Yeah, it's this exciting because I know we all we all this is a mixed bag for all of us. But in general, I think we all don't <laughs> really care for it. Crap. <laughs> oh.
1: this, we've all seen this film once before, I believe.
2: Yeah, I didn't see it. In the, I mean, I saw the first one in the theater and multiple times afterwards. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one I saw once. I think I saw it uh, once on Disney Plus. And then I watched it again before this review. About two weeks ago, so I'm kind of <laughs> running on memories because it's a very forgettable film. That's one of. The, that's one of. That's kind of its main
0: sin. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, we had to rewatch it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about this." And then,
1: because you and I watched it once before,
0: we didn't we watch it like randomly on a whim one day and. Yeah, maybe um, even it was. Might have even been during the pandemic.
1: It was during the pandemic. I know that feels um, like
0: a pandemic film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, eh, we got nothing else to do. Let's watch Ralph breaks the internet.
1: And then afterwards, we're like, "Wow, this this is bad." And then I, then we I turned to Dave. And I'm like, "We're gonna have to rewatch this." And he's like,
2: "No, <laughs> <laughs> no."
1: <laughs> so that's our experience with this film.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't have much of a personal history with it, apart from. The fact that we were all here previously talking about how much we loved, well,
2: yeah, oh, yeah. Round. I was excited. I was excited because the first one was so good, and I heard so many of those rumors that you were just talking about that were all interesting. things. Yeah. you know, a lot of interesting ideas about other games, other characters that could mm-hmm. come from those games. Kind yeah. of going deeper into the lore of gaming. Yeah, but then when I when I heard the name Ralph, Ralph breaks the internet. I was like, huh. That's
0: the last thing I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I like the stories that are centered that again, it's it was tightly focused because it was in the arcade. It was about the games. It was about the that stories of these characters. Too. Yeah. Wow.
2: The relationship between the owner, the other games, so that little little tiny
0: group. Yeah.
1: So one of the things that I now I can't cite this for sure because I read it on Wikipedia but I couldn't find this anywhere else. That one of the story writers or head of story, Jim Rudin had said, we didn't want the internet to be the focus. We wanted it to focus on Vanellope and Ralph's relationship. Where in my head, huh. I don't think that they 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 made that happen. I
2: think that was a failure on their part.
1: Absolutely. So
0: because... In,
1: in the original Wreck-It Ralph, I think the idea behind the games and all that in the arcade was meant to serve as a background. And that worked. Honestly, the even the, the arcade serves just as the background, as the it's basically the whole focus is on Ralph and his journey Mm -hmm. and the arcade is just the universe that we're in.
2: And it's really well explained the lore and how things work in that world. Yeah. And this, when I was young, when I was like eight, I wanted to make films. And my first ideas, like, especially when I was a teenager to make movies was I want everything in them. I want history and religion and time travel. And I want to have all this stuff. And it's going to be this epic, long series of films that just goes through everything in human existence. (laughs) And I found out that doesn't work. And this is an example of how throwing everything into a film, everything on the internet, doesn't work.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Actually, uh, I think... Well, I think we'll narrow it down to what I think is one of the biggest flaws. But since we're talking about the broad scope of it, the setting. Let's talk about the internet itself, because like we leave the arcade pretty early on, and suddenly mm. we're on the internet. Now there are some good ideas sprinkled in there. There's fun little sure. gags. Is it? Did it feel to you like this movie instantly dated itself? Yeah. 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 And 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 it was.
2: <laughs> it was. It was like you know.
0: A faux hawk was basically outdated the moment he started wearing it in the mall. Well, the, mo- the moment that hit me when I was really, content, I'm like, is that, is that Fandango in the background? Yeah. Yeah, it's Fandango. So That's gone. The, the yeah.
1: I get what they're trying to do because they did the same thing with Record Ralph. They wanted to include real world. In the first movie, they wanted to include real world games to make it feel more realistic. And I mean, they did that with Sugar Rush too. They wanted to include real world candy to make Sugar Rush feel like. Its own universe, its own world. Mm-hmm. The problem with the internet, though, the internet, the, most of the websites we go to on the internet are organizations that you're buying from, or you're using it to like make money, and they're basically like buy us. There, it's all. So when we see this, we just think, oh god, I feel like it feels like an ad to me.
2: The whole thing felt like a big commercial. Yes, and. When you're dealing with games on their own, like games sitting in the arcade, each one has their own story, and each of those stories is what adds to the background.
1: Yes, <laughs> but
2: it's like it's like changing out a bunch of stories as the background for your story, uh, replacing them with just the commercials in between the TV shows. Yes, and it, it's so awkward how how. Um, well, you said dated mm-hmm. is the main thing that it feels. Uh-huh. But it also feels like there's no rules. Yeah. And rules don't make sense. Where, where the first movie was so secure and like, this is how this happens. This is what turbo is. This is how you get from game to game. Yeah. This is what happens if you die in another person's game. All this stuff was out the window. Because it was just this vast, open-ended thing where you had humans... That were interacting mm-hmm. with people, and there were hearts getting stolen. Yeah, the little light people things. You yeah. push a yeah. button. There was so much of the
0: logic that made the first one good was out the window. I, there's And it's sad because there's nuggets of good ideas that they explore. There's funny parts. I yeah. like, I like for example, when they meet, oh my gosh, what was his name, Spamly? Spamly, yeah. Spamly is great, but I mean, it's... Yeah. it's Well, I mean, I I love the idea that they, like, this, again, this is the video game aspect that I like of it. Like, they're basically play video games to make money, and they're, they're essentially trying to recruit them initially to be, like, loot box hunters. That would have been a cool plot. I would have liked that if they visited more games to do that sort of thing. But, and, and, you know, Slaughter Race is its whole own thing entirely, and I can talk about that, but, like, um, I think, and, and there's there's little gags I'll, I will acknowledge. Um, it, I like when Ralph is looking later on. Ralph's looking for his medallion, the cookie medallion, and he's down at the very bottom of the internet. And there's like GeoCities and the wheel from old like um, not Safari, whatever they Nets Netscape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nets, the old Netscape wheels in the background, I'm like that's kind of fun. Like there's there's little but things. But they serve but as
1: background. It's, it's
0: background because
1: the here's the issue. So when they enter the internet. And they're looking around. It focuses on look, it's Google. Look, it's Twitter. Like they focus on these different Amazon. Yeah, look at that building. It comes across as very advertising. So
0: eBay is actually a plot point in this. Yeah, yeah.
1: and the problem, the problem with that is that again, it it feels too like hey, you know about Twitter, right? Where with the original Wreck It Ralph, they're just a part of the world. Like, yeah, it's so when it just felt organic. So like, oh, Ralph goes to visit Tappers because he's down on his luck. He's just like, this is the point where he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah,
0: that's the bar game. That's the so bar game. Of course, he goes to the bar. And and when the when the video real world video games are held mm-hmm. up, arcade games are held up against the the ones they've conceived for that universe. They don't feel like they clash. But in here, when you get to, like, BuzzTube, but you know YouTube also exists because we saw it in an earlier scene, you can't suspend disbelief. And they're like, this is, of course, the most popular video u- uploading site ever. And I'm like, but YouTube's right over there. We yeah. saw it in a previous
2: scene. It's, you can't fool me. Yeah, yeah. It's You can't have the fictional and then have the real one right in the same place.
1: Another good example, actually, in Wreck-It Ralph is... The beginning scene where they have the AA um, Bad Guys Anonymous meeting. And there's all these characters we know and everything there. But it's not, like, focused on them. And you're mm-hmm. like, look, it's Bowser. Bowser's just kind of there.
0: just hanging out. He's Bowser's just hanging out. there, and Bison is there, Dr. Eggman.
1: It's... Oh, there's, the
0: zombie from House of the Dead, it's, like...
1: It's more like... So when the camera's just focus, It's not focusing on each character to be like, look, look who we got. It's just... This is part of the world. This is there. We're all interacting. This is what's happening. You in your brain, you could be like, "Oh, look, there he is. Oh, look at that!" Like you're just looking at the scene, but it's they're not the focus in frame. It's and the story.
2: Ralph breaks
0: the internet. Is just look at this thing we got. Yeah, yeah that's all it is. Yeah. Oh, uh, especially, especially when they get to oh my Disney.
1: Oh my God! That, and that's like Disney
0: going, "Look at everything so, we own." We own all the stuff. There's Star Wars and Marvel yeah, and princesses. It,
1: <laughs> is it weird to say? <laughs> so, I don't know why. Like, one of the things I do like is I liked Nose More, which yeah. I know is the Google equivalent, and Google does exist, but wouldn't it be cool if, like, there was none of, like, some of these real-world things were more in the background, and then the focus was, like, Knows More, and maybe not eBay, but another site. Kind of, like... In the first record, Ralph, if we're going to do an internet story, why not make the fake games front and center rather than real life stuff? Like
2: it... I totally agree. It, it doesn't make a lot of sense mm-hmm. with what we've already seen.
1: Exactly. And I, I liked Nosemore. Nosemore was what a clever idea to uh, for a Google thing. And it is it is kind of silly when he's trying to do like predict what you're going to say.
0: I quite liked that character. He had the he had the energy of like an old uh, Disney educational cartoon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> there's, a,
1: there's like a...
0: that owl with the glasses from the. So, I don't remember what that was. That's where the music so comes from.
1: There's a reason for that. I, I I actually have some little things here and there. So Nose more it had been in in a part of the idea for a while. Like I had mentioned that he, Ralph could have met him in jail and all that. <laughs> but yeah. the the idea was um, they were originally going to make him an owl instead of a tiny man. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs>
2: for some reason, when my brain thought back about him, I thought he was an owl. That's how like, yeah. ingrained that idea is, or mm-hmm. that trope. <laughs> that makes so much No, fair. he's not a man. One thing we're talking about, uh, with the expansiveness of the internet, and also having real-world stuff versus the version of that thing that's mm-hmm. created for the film. Yeah. I feel like, you know, saying outdated mm-hmm. with everything. I think what it felt like is... Not all of it, but almost all of the comedy in the internet areas came off as really, really stock. Because mm-hmm. all the humor came off as meme humor. Yes. Yeah, yes. So yes. as soon as you saw it, you were like, I think I've seen this joke already on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is just something I've already seen. The jokes have been made. The whole princess scene just feels like one giant meme or built to become a meme. And it's it's awful,
1: mm-hmm. and and
2: there's moments... I mean, the animation yeah. still is yeah. very good looking, and mm-hmm. some of the moments are clever. With one exception, that's not, they don't they don't add to the story. No. They're just clever for their own sake. Of like, oh, this is a
0: clever line, and then it's over and it doesn't add to anything. Yeah, I find the stuff with Ralph trying to become a meme especially cringy. Oh, it's oh I hate it's it. Off. Yeah, it doesn't. None of it seems remotely appealing. No one is questioning why the videos look like they do. I'm like, and why all of a sudden like. Oh, yeah, I remember the bad guy from, you know, Fix-It Felix Jr. He's, He's not like a human. There. Is he a human? They're making fun of Yeah, why are these videos in here? And also, like, the comment section scene was also cringy because it's like, I get, don't read the comments, it's but it felt very... It's
1: pointless, too. Yeah,
0: it doesn't really... It just reinforces... I, I want to come around to Ralph himself later, but I want to save that, because that's, like, the my biggest... You were about to make a point, love.
1: This is just my opinion. This isn't a... Not everyone's going to agree with me with this. I don't like how the humans look. I don't like how... Like, when the humans are shown in the real world, I'm like, there's something kind of ugly... About like, how the he, you he was, mean in the
2: board in, the, in the, the arcade and such?
1: More like when they're on film, or like in the arcade, it's like dark. Oh, event. you
2: mean how everybody watching the quote? Yeah, um, tube or whatever. Like, all, is when like you see them all in the a cubicle, like every single person watching is in an office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is weird. Uh, yeah, but
1: it's also like um, when they got real. I think it's when they got real world equivalent people. Like Danny Fernandez is a real person and all that, and they don't look good to me because I'm like, you're a real person you're trying to animate them and it's it doesn't it's it, weird it's kind of like i mean in the simpsons they did this too like when they had a celebrity and they would animate the celebrity in there and it was always weird in my brain because i'm like they don't look like the rest of the characters because i mean they're supposed they're trying to emulate their features
2: embellish the what makes them who they are
1: yeah but the problem is that's not what the typical characters look like and i mean it's for the most part simpsons it, it, i mean I haven't watched it recently, but growing up, it was funny enough and the humor worked that it. I kind of just let it go. I had the same feel here where I'm like, when they did real world people to make, and they animated them as characters here, I'm just like, you don't, this doesn't look good to me. This, mmm
2: It's just off-putting.
1: Yeah, but this is just my personal gripe. This, yeah. this isn't like, oh, it's clearly, this is how it is. It's just, it's me.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah. uh... I do like Gord.
1: Yeah, creepy,
2: <laughs> non-speaking, bug-eyed, weird arm
0: Gord. That, that was, was good. He just on... he, he, You never see him appear on the screen. It just, there's a cut. There's a camera cut, and he's just there. <laughs> I like that.
1: Honestly, that the, was fun. The stuff with Spamly was pretty funny. Yeah. But I think the reason why is it's it is a part of the internet. But like for the most part, it's not referencing. An internet thing, you know. Exactly.
0: What I mean, well, it's, in, it's referencing a broad internet, yes. thing rather than a super it, narrow. It's topical. an experience of the inter- internet rather than yes, a, a brand.
1: Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. yes. I that's
1: I think that's why I like knows more too because yes, technically he's like Google, but then there's also he's also kind of like Jeeves or and uh, he, re-
2: he represents something else. Yes, somebody who is at you know, can help you along the journey. Going to the library and finding out some sort of information that'll get you to where you need to he, go. He, yeah. He's a search
1: engine. That's the only... Yeah. And which is, again, that's an experience you have on the internet. I think... And yeah. he's also...
0: It's uh, not like, hey,
2: there's the... The... The...
0: the, the clip. The... the <laughs> Clippy? Yeah, yeah. Clippy <laughs> telling me about <laughs> something. I I will also... I also... It, since we bring bringing up Nose uh he's voiced by... Alan Tudyk.
1: Yes, <laughs> Alan Tudyk.
0: does everything. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. We. I mean, I. It, it doesn't, it's good. It, like, doesn't top King Candy is, like, my favorite Alan <laughs> no. Tudyk performance. No. But it's still very good, and he manages to capture the energy <laughs> of this fun, like, almost, like, classic Disney... He's always great. ...character. Mm-hmm. You could, I, I you like could him. tell
2: he took from, you know, Professor Ludwig von Drake. Yes!
0: I'm getting, I was definitely, yeah, I was getting some Ludwig von Drake vibes. Yeah. You know, that's, that's it. That's what I was trying to wrap my head around. This is this is a
2: little bit of a different thing to talk about, but I, I feel like there's some really weird plot stuff that makes a lot less sense than in the first film. Yes. Yeah. Like there's, when we go back to the real world, like the arcade world, and how they originally have the problem with breaking Vanellope's machine. Yes. Like, that happens where there's like a kid playing the game mm-hmm. and... What she takes the shortcut because she's tired of the boring game. Yes, and and Wreck-It Ralph builds her that shortcut. Trend. Yeah, yeah. And she does this thing, and the kid is just like, "Oh, it's not supposed to go that way. I wanted to go this way." And they're physically fighting, and that's something that never happened. Where they would go, okay. Toy Story has this element of the toys come alive, and if they're ever seen by adults, which happens once in all four mm-hmm. films, with Sid. Yes. You know, them making their presence known. But this is the first time where video game characters can kind of interact with the real world, which I don't think is a good decision. Yeah. I I feel like that messes with the reality. And the fact that the kid fought it seems weird. Uh Like, I can imagine a kid playing and being like, Whoa, what's this? A new... Oh, well, this is cool. Yeah, you know, and and, and the kid physically—I don't know why that rubbed me the wrong way the, so
0: much. The kid could have, like, it could have been a thing where the track was so warped because of it's Ralph building it impromptu that they're turning the wheel way more than they should, and then yeah. it would have broke instead of it being a fighting thing.
2: I think they just didn't have a good enough idea, yeah, to get themselves. To where they needed to be. Like, how do
1: we get them into the internet? And then
2: buying, like, like getting on eBay in the internet to order a physical object to get uh, there's there's so much. It's like the first Matrix was so clean and concise. And then you start making it too out there and too yeah. big, and then everything starts to fall apart. Even though I technically kind of like the last two, I mean, the the, I mean, the I'm, two I'm, most recent. I'm, I'm with you. I'm so, with you. So
1: one of the and things...
0: Animatrix is amazing. Oh, of course, yeah.
1: So uh, I, 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 this was a little fact, and I found this really funny. So Phil Johnston, who is the co-director, said he took a lot of um, inspiration with the eBay scenes from his expertise with online auction sites, thanks to his no joke. Obsession with buying clown paintings.
2: <laughs> that was funny, <laughs> and and does come off as a reality, like a real world thing, because it's so odd.
1: So here's here's a great part. He said, "I have about two hundred clown paintings <laughs> that have come from eBay and Etsy, and apparently he's received some from John C. Riley, who also collects clown paintings." I'm sorry, what?
2: that's less surprising? <laughs>
1: and his wife wife has said get rid of this and Uh. can you imagine just like John C. Reilly, like I like clown paintings. John his... C.
0: Reilly, he is a clown painting. Yes. He himself, is a, yeah, he himself mean, is a living clown painting.
1: Somewhere, if he doesn't have a clown painting of himself from Chicago, I'm going yeah. to be shocked. Oh my God. Mr.
2: Cellophane. Yeah. Mr. Cellophane. <laughs> cellophane. Or him as a clown, Dr. Steve Brule. I but I love this idea that it's like
1: you got John C. Reilly who collects clown paintings and then the co-director's like, hey... You clown I do and that and two. too! <laughs> He's like, Bro, I have so many. Do you want some? My wife has been making me get rid of them. He's like <laughs>
2: That's too good. Oh you know, my, my gosh. My, my, my ex, you like the clowns.
1: <laughs> I see, I'm the opposite. I have a
2: like, like most of the free world. Good yeah, dreams, well, not creepy clown dreams. <laughs> so, I hate that scene too. It's so so it's been done so many yeah. times.
1: So my, uh, yeah, my thing with clowns is just because um, I, when I was a kid, I used to have a fear of uh, just costume characters in general,
0: yeah.
1: and um, which is now just turned into <sighs> fear of haunts. Uh, but right. I spe- I especially hate clowns because clowns are jerks. As a kid, clowns had a thing where they had like if I went to a circus, they had no problems messing with me. Especially since, at the time, I had really long hair. So they always pulled on my ponytail. Like, there was never... Like, if I had a ponytail, they would always try to, like, grab it or mess with it. So, and that just bothered me. It
2: sounds like a lot of people had issue with clowns because they look creepy. But they actually were mm. were kind of obnoxious to oh, you. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> clowns were obnoxious to me. And I always... And that still persists. Especially at haunts. If a person's playing a clown at a haunt, they're like, I'm going to be more of a jerk to you. I'm going to mess with you anymore. Oh, you want me to leave you alone? Nope. I'm a clown. And you're just like,
2: I'm here to make you happy. Leave me. And it's like,
1: I'm already like, please leave me alone. I don't. Just leave me alone.
2: Yeah, you gotta avoid the clown sections of,
0: of, of haunts. That's sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that's why I have a dislike towards clowns. Let- no, now, that's fair.
0: That, this is an interesting rabbit hole to go down because of the, uh, the the clown situation in this. The clown paintings. Yeah. I had no idea. That said, though, I there is a... I'm just gonna shout out one line I enjoy. Well, do you see anything about steering wheels, Vanillope? Well, no, but I do see some funny-looking adult... Uh, adult baby pajamas called Lynn Gary.
2: (laughs) I did write that line down because it was one of the few where you're like, okay.
1: That was a good line. That's
2: that's funny. That fits the characters. Yeah. I do still tend to like Ralph's weird old timey language. Yeah.
1: I do too.
2: Like stuff he says, golly gee, you know, that's just... That's just a butters. That's, that's that's you're like, what does that even mean yeah. But it sounds
0: like it was said in like the you know, some vaudeville act. Yeah. Uh two two bits about the internet I per do want to address. I, yeah, it? uh, I, I guess it's true, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Red anyway, Skeleton. Anyway, yeah. Uh two bits about the internet I do want to address that I think work in this section. Um, I actually did like Slaughter Race as a as a I, setup because I I thought if this was a standalone, like it was just them visiting the slaughter race game, you know, an open world GTA slash Twisted Metal style game, and Penelope becomes obsessed without take the internet trappings away from it, or maybe just have it be an online game that's somehow connected to like Wax Arcade, mm-hmm. and you could make a decent story out of this because I think the parts of that were kind of cool and they worked, and like there were bits in there. I'm like, okay, I can get behind this car chase or this other thing, and I. I like the detail about how the user characters move so mechanically compared to the, because you could tell they're just the avatars well, compared to the, yeah, I love it compared to the, the NPCs like, uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Shank and who is, yeah.
1: uh, yeah, uh, well, Shank's the main character, Gal, uh, Shank, Gal Gadot. Shank, Gal Gadot. Shank is voiced by Gal Gadot, who is, uh, as a recently, she's, um, Wonder Woman.
0: So I'm going
2: to actually disagree with you guys okay. on this one. That's oh, okay. I can't stand that stuff. I uh, feel like all of the, the Slaughter Race of, this stuff is just super contrived. And I feel like it's... I mean, it's such an obvious joke having you go to this place. thats I mean, I don't have anything against uh, Vanellope's reasoning for liking it. Like, I think it's cool for her to be like, Oh, this is crazy. This is something yeah. wild. I want to be a part of this. But the world itself... I don't know. I felt like everything that happened, I could kind of just see a mile away. Yeah. And the idea of, I mean, I mean, it's the old, you know, Alice Cooper is an intellectual bit <laughs> where he shows up and he's, oh, did you know the natives of this uh, area in Maine actually had, you know, mm-hmm. you know, collected berries and whatever? you're like, fuck you. <laughs> it's, like, it's like we know that joke. It's been done a million times. Where you get the like the the savages the, the biker gangs and the you know the badasses to be like oh you know actually we're very uh sensitive folk and uh, <laughs> uh, it's just oh, so yeah. overdone it wasn't trope.
0: yeah no i'm with you it wasn't so much that bit like the npcs themselves I, I, it was just the I, the universe idea but as you bring it up, it's like yeah that's why none of the gang were terribly memorable except for maybe shank herself but that's just because yeah, yeah. I, I, I i like that i like, I like the name. vanellope had like <laughs> I, I like vanellope's like girl crush on her
2: <laughs> yeah no that's fun, and i i do think she makes kind of a good counter
0: character to ralph yeah like literally the opposite well yeah because she's like yeah because like and it was kind of i guess it was refreshing for me just because and this is sad because like i get it i get where you're coming from but like her being the exact opposite, like a good, like trying to be a friend, but without the clinginess. Yeah. yeah. Which we, which I I, I want to save sure. that for last because that's my biggest pet peeve with this movie. Uh, but the other thing I, I, I enjoyed,
1: I think what I would have liked <clears throat> is if, uh, cause the problem is the internet is so big. It'd be nice if it would just focus on one part, like online gaming. If they just focused on online games alone and like that could have been good. Yeah, uh, and water like race a, was one of the gaming worlds that they visited. give us some. World
0: of race. Warcraft. Give us some
1: yeah, you know,
0: give um, us a, give us a like a a, a Moba or no, not a Moba. Um, but, but like a Moba was well, sure, but like or like a. Um, oh, oh my gosh, World,
1: World of Warcraft is a good a, a good one. Um, or mean, like just, a
0: tower defense game, yeah. like League of Legends. Give us some or, Minecraft-ish thing. Yeah, yeah. what's some very, very Team Fortress Two? Yeah.
1: or something uh something akin to like um team fortress 2 or uh uh overwatch that's what i was over
0: yeah that's uh, you know what i said team fortress 2 and i meant overwatch can i just say i do really like sonic the
2: hedgehog explaining the internet (laughs) (laughs) that might be my favorite joke in the whole thing because just because it's so on point yeah hey guys (laughs) this is how the internet works that feels legitimate. I, I
1: but, we were, we were, Yeah, we were
0: I'm glad like, oh. you brought it up because I was thinking, I nudged Kayla and said, of course Sonic would know
1: about the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Listen, you noobs.
1: This is how it works. Do you know how much fan art has been drawn of I me? Mean? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I
1: Trust th- me, I know a
0: little too much about the internet. <laughs> the only reason I know anything about the internet is because it's what keeps my fandom alive. <laughs> 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 yeah. And, and I love that it can, carries on the theme of Sonic explaining everything like he did in the first game. I was in the first movie. He's like a spokesperson. Like, remember, if you die inside your game, you're dead forever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and yeah. then,
0: like, it has that it has that like Sonic says yeah. attitude from like those old cartoons. The size
2: of a normal human mother.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've been sharing that video. I'm so uh, glad. Yeah, yeah, it's so good.
0: Um, and also, uh. uh this is unintentional, but I just thought of it. The fact that during, um, when, uh, Ralph goes, like, er, and then, like, knows more, is going through all the things really quickly, and he goes, er, co, played by Jaleel White, I'm like, who also voiced Sonic. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, just, I know this just random. I, it's, but, I Yo, you're right, oh my god. That, uh, that, was, that part was too perfect. A lot more Sonic in this yeah. one. It was nice. Yeah.
1: Um... Yeah, the the parts that I found the most annoying was the the Disney the oh my Disney.com where uh, Vanellope's like, "Ooh, can I be annoying and try to sell uh, force people to watch Ralph's videos?" Um it felt that felt the most advertising to me out of all of them. It's like, "How many Disney products can we fit in this?" It's migraine
2: and, inducing how Yeah. There.
0: But So
1: the idea for it actually with the whole Disney princess thing came about because they were all joking about like um, how BuzzFeed has the which Disney princess are you and they're like and they thought how ridiculous this is and they wanted to poke fun at Disney without poking fun at Disney that was the intention but the problem is they're using so many of their pro- different products that it doesn't come across as making fun of as much as it see look how much we own. You like Star Wars? We own Star Wars. That's so a
2: big flex is all it yeah. felt like. The, um,
1: the Disney princesses, so one of the interesting things with the Disney princesses though is they got every single voice actress.
2: That's the that's only a, thing that's really impressive about it, I think.
1: Yeah, that's, well, all of that are alive except for one. So every single voice actress who played these characters or originally came back to play this in this movie except for three which we have Cinderella, Snow White, and Aurora.
0: That makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah, considering when the movies are made. So,
1: yeah. well, uh, Snow White's actress, of course, passed away because she was like...
0: That was a
2: long while
1: nine thir- 1930s. Same with Eileen Woods. Mary Costa, who voiced uh, the original Aurora, was still alive and in her 80s, but she had retired. Mm. And also, do we really want to hear an 80-something-year-old woman voice a 16-year-old girl?
0: Probably wouldn't make too much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, for the replacements, though, uh, I looked at the credits. Jennifer Hale is Cinderella. I'm like, hell yeah, Commander Shepard. Anyway,
1: from Mass Effect.
0: Oh, I've never played. It. Oh okay. yeah, she's a uh, fem shep. So you know, okay, you have, it's oh, either so it's Mark Meer to be a, either a male female. or female. Okay. And if you're if you're male, mm-hmm. it's Mark Meer. If it's uh, female, it's Jennifer Hale. And okay. both are both are fantastic voice actors. But I play fem shep, so okay. it's yeah. uh and honestly, this scene is kind of fun. I think this part's kind of fun. I, I'm like, it's not incredible. I think I think it's
2: it's fun as a short
0: yes.
1: YouTube
2: video that somebody made or that Disney put out separate from the film.
1: Yes, because there's parts that are funny. I think the part where this is the trailer. Where she's Thanks like, yeah, again, it, like where Van is like, oh, I'm a C, And they're like, oh, have you done this and this? And she's like, no, do you need me to call the cops? Is that, Like, I thought that was funny. Was, is, like, there, is
0: there a part where she's like, good lord. And I was like, <laughs> good lord.
1: It's,
0: it's, it's funny
2: how the jokes work. Because they yes. are legitimately questioning things that haven't been questioned. Yeah. Everybody's, I mean, that's what internet humor is. Yeah, yeah. It's taking things that are actually pretty dumb. That yeah. nobody talks about, mm-hmm. and they go, "We're going to say what you're thinking. We're going to ask but, you those questions, and that's kind of all it is." Yeah. yeah, but
1: here's, but you're right. If it was on its own, it'd be funny. If we saw it as just like a quick video, it would be. We would be like, "This is hilarious." But in the grand scheme of the whole movie,
2: just slows it to a crawl.
1: Mm-hmm. I still it... like. I still get a chuckle out of it because I'm. Oh, so sure. Because I'm focused. I'm trying to focus on the film and you know take notes and see what makes me laugh, what doesn't. But in the grand scheme of things, it's just like this is all part of the advertising.
2: Yeah, it still has that vibe. To be honest, the only reason I like it Mm -hmm. is because I have worked at Disneyland and I have gone to the lunchroom Mm -hmm. and seen that scene happen with the... Actors, yep. the girls that are playing the princesses.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. They
2: act exactly like that. They wear those same clothes. <laughs> it's 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 okay. So sorry, folks. They're actually not the real princesses. They're
1: actors. <gasps> well, I. You
0: broke the rules. You're you supposed know. to say they're friends with Our the friends character. With their
1: <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to. Well, you know, I actually think because I I worked at Disney World and I dressed the costume characters. And as you say that, I'm like you know what? You're not wrong. Yeah. But (laughs) that, that wasn't my third, first thought when I saw these, when I saw this. And, but now that you say that, I'm like,
0: that's too funny.
1: That is actually, you know what? You're not wrong.
0: There's a, there's a weird, I want to say, I want to point out there's a weird transition in there. Do you, like, when they go like, "Oh, I'll get my mice friends to make us outfits like Vanellope." And then you get like a like, like a Batman That was thing weird. With the Disney castle as a transition and then suddenly they're in like that comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. The film, I'm going to bring so it back weird. around to
2: the entire story. It's okay. just it's so many levels of meta. It it just doesn't work as a film. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah.
0: the the main reason it doesn't work as a film for me I don't know if we've 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 exhausted. Let's talk about the
1: story, the centerpiece.
0: Well, one one other thing I also want to address: it's a missed opportunity. We should have had a B plot with Felix and Calhoun raising the kids. Yes. Raising the other racers. I I feel like that would have been more interesting than all the stuff. Yeah. There is a distinct lack of Felix and Calhoun in this movie, and I think they were phenomenal in the last one. And we it seemed like they were setting it for a B plot that we never see.
1: Yeah. Actually, I yeah, that totally was.
2: Agree. It feels like it feels like literally a piece is
1: missing. Yes, mm-hmm. Cause because we, there is actually not much of a B plot at all. We're focused with Vanellope and um, Ralph throughout the clingy, whole thing. clingy,
2: clingy, clingy. I gotta get my own space. Why? But I gotta get my own space. But why? Hmm. Oh, I'm really, really not good at
0: dealing with problems. I gotta fight a version of myself. Uh, we yeah. thank, thank you for addressing <laughs> the point that I'm, we have been feeling up to. Wait,
1: before we do that, uh, I want I forgot one character because like, we keep forgetting about her, even though she's a is yes.
0: Oh, the Buzz, the Buzz. algorithm. Yeah, because she's, she's a lead.
1: She's voiced by uh, Taraja, uh, Taraji P. Henson, I think that's her name. Uh,
2: She's uh, She's in it.
1: She's in it, yeah. She's in it. I don't she's know. That's the problem. We're not really... It's funny because I keep forgetting she's a main character. She is a... Yeah, she is a main character, but she comes in more than halfway through the film. And she's there. And she's...
2: To, to the internet, she's the same as the, the Mordor's mouth of song. Yeah, <laughs> she just speaks what the internet is like he does. Yeah, with Mordor. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, <laughs> funny. it's just very stock, very canned. But, yeah, funny oh, enough, absolutely.
1: Yes was voice or yes was designed after Cruella Deville, like her fashion style.
0: You know that kind of tracks. I could see that. I cannot.
1: Yeah. I, I
0: I can't see that. which the only thing she was missing was the long 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 cigarette
1: yeah yeah I'm yeah because okay. I'm thinking I'm like I just thought of her as looking fashionable like thought, well I, did she
0: ever really had the coat now did she she's she' did, she wonderful. did have a coat yeah. yeah that's what I thought of but that's the only time I thought of it yeah. and then the rest of the time she's just
1: but it was there. it's uh it's also in the way she walks and her jacket huh. moves that's how they sure. move but I mean that wasn't my first thought when I saw her, so I was just like, she looks like like a I, someone out of a fashion shoe. Yeah. I
0: mean, if you're yeah. just, like, you're not Corella unless you're screaming about puppies. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, you addressed, okay, main story. Yes. Because we, 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 y- we lost yeah. a, we lost a great B plot, and instead we have A plot of...
1: Which I think is weak. It's such a weak storyline.
0: It's, it's already kind of been done in the first film anyway. Y- yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: sort.
0: Sort. Sort. It's not super strong. The story was focused on Ralph overcoming his insecurities about only being perceived as a bad guy, and also the way everybody else perceives him. Sure. And yeah. how he, when there's a falling out between he and Vanellope, it's like actually done really, really well in this one, in that, in the first one. Yeah. Not here. It's nah, it's 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 a, it's a very here? dumbed down father daughter. Oh yeah. Story. That's right. So, so this is supposed to be, what, six years after the events of the yes, first, Yes, they, right?
1: they said it's six years.
0: Okay. Um, so it's, but, it's 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 just a
2: full house plot. <laughs> the,
1: yeah, <laughs> oh but, God, yeah, but here's the a weird part. I even told David, I'm like, is this supposed to be like a father-daughter thing? Because they keep saying friend, 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 friend. And I'm like, so they're supposed to be friends having a falling out, not a father-daughter. It feels
0: like a daughter and a father. That's yeah, the whole but, thing. But yeah, the, it does. but they keep
1: putting using the word friend over and over. Yeah, so
0: they're trying to tell a father daughter story between two friends of different ages, and yeah. like one is overprotective of the other, and the other one just wants to be like, "God, Dad, I'm growing I mean, up. I want to be able to do what I want to do. So, actually, the... I want to go race with my girl, Crush Gal Gadot.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> Have you seen Gal Gadot in your life? <laughs>
0: yeah, but also like Shank is Shank's pretty good looking. They look like, yeah. pretty much the same. <laughs> know, yeah. It's, it's, it's,
1: <laughs> um, anyhow.
0: Um. um
1: <laughs> but uh, another thing, cause David and I brought this up during the falling out scene. Cause I, I said, no, 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 go back. Cause she actually does says, say this. Um, so there's a point when uh, he's like, well, I thought you hated me. She's like, I don't hate you. And he's like, you said you didn't want to see me again. she's like, no, I just said I needed space from you. I'm like, no, she did not.
0: She said oh, you were being a bad friend. And it's like, yeah, he was, but that's not what and you I said, said.
1: no, no, no. It was more than that. She told him, why would I spend another minute with you? After what you did. I'm like. If someone told me that. I would assume. You hate me. And never want to see me again. Not. Oh I need space. Why would. It? And I'm like. David. That's not. <laughs> she yeah. did basically say.
2: I mean. I don't blame her. For getting
1: that. I, I don't blame stuff. her. But then. Later on. She's like. No. I just needed space. I'm like. No you didn't. Yeah. You did not. <laughs> well to
2: be To be fair. What he did was kind of unforgivable. Too. Yeah. it was pretty psychotic he got (laughs) but
0: ralph is kind of
1: his clinginess makes no sense to me
0: ralph is kind because of his attitude he's kind of the least likable character in the whole movie in my opinion
2: in this one in this one he is so overbearing and so i mean i think he's supposed to represent the parent that we have who is that
0: way yeah but there are
2: people like that uh, who, who are very, oh, I just want you to be happy. I just want I want everything to be the same and not change. And, and you can understand that, but in a film, if you do that too much, it just is annoying.
0: Yeah, yeah and, and, and he's like that the entire film it feels like a big character assassination for Ralph after everything he went through in the first yeah, one. It seems like, I mean, if he had those feelings, it wouldn't be that
2: extreme.
0: It wouldn't no. be yeah. all that over
1: the top. But no, no, it's... An, another Which, thing, too, that he keeps saying is like, oh, what does it matter? Yeah, I just care what she thinks of me. And it's like his happiness relies specifically on her and nobody else. And there's something... That's
0: the cringiest part. But the yeah. But the whole, the whole thing in the first one was he just wanted people to accept him. yes. He just wanted to be accepted for who he was. And I thought it, he'd finally gotten to a healthy place where he was like, you know what? It's okay. Like people, I'm, I'm good with people now. I just want to be, you know, not seen as this bad guy. The, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, in the first one, it's relatable because he's someone who is insecure about his job because he gets perceived in a certain way. He, he's, which...
0: he is judged by his work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which, a lot of people have had that happen. A lot of people I deal with that.
2: I understand as a valet driver.
1: You yeah. Know?
0: <laughs> so, so uh-huh.
1: and then this movie, it's weird because you're right. It's a father-daughter plot, but they're not father-daughter. And they've said this over, like, best friends. She's my best friend. We're friends. Uh, they make stupid jokes with each other like children. They're clearly quote-unquote friends, but they're forcing a father-daughter plot on a friendship plot falling apart. And it's weird and strange. And then not only that, he's super clingy. He's an adult man, super clingy to this, like, I I, I actually found somewhere that she's supposed to look like a nine-year-old girl. That's Mm. the idea. To this nine-year-old girl, and his... His all his happiness relies on her, but that wasn't the case in the first movie. It feels, like David said, it's a downgrade from his character. Mm-hmm.
2: It's, yeah. It makes him less smart. Yes. yes. And and very easily kind of uh, tricked and mm-hmm. and uh, like all the things he had learned. Yeah. I hate to bring it up again, but Star Wars
0: sequels. Yeah. He learned... <laughs> It's like the first film didn't matter. He learned nothing from his experience
1: in the first one. I think another issue too with all of this is Vanellope. There's a selfishness of Vanellope, and we're supposed to sympathize with her, but her game has left, like the closing of her game has left all these people homeless. Like there's a lot of people in can, like Sugar Rush, that are now homeless, and they're like, what are we supposed to do with these characters? So her not trying to figure out how to get her wheel, this wheel, is putting all these people, by the way, she's considered a quote-unquote princess, so these are all her people in danger. So there is a selfishness there, to too. both of them. Yeah!
2: It does seem very much like I'm the center of the world. And- mm-hmm. Is that the real meta message? Is people on the internet uh, only focusing on <laughs> My god! Is
0: that the real
2: message under this? Yeah. yeah.
0: The, the the whole thing, too, is, though, that, like, once she gets the wheel back, it's like, well, now I don't even have to worry. They can keep their gig and go back to their game because Litwack's not going to get rid of it. But if, like, would anybody notice if she doesn't go back? That's just something she brought up. This is more of a question for mm-hmm. you all in general. Because, like, is she aware that, like...
1: Isn't she like the most popular character? She's the most game? popular
0: character. What is? What would that say about the game? Like you know right. Another interesting thing is mm-hmm. nobody
2: talks about it. This whole film, Vanellope goes turbo in this one. <gasps> no,
0: yeah, you're right. But, but
1: here's a funny. Dave and I noticed this. You're right. There, anything about it? Here's the funny part that we also know is, there's a point where Vanellope says, "Oh, they added my code into the game." I'm like, "What? They could do this this whole time." what yeah, there's so a means-
0: oh yeah yeah shank modified my code so now i don't have to leave the game if they reset i so won't all get... the people who could have died in those situations where they changed yes yes didn't have to yes uh, another major <laughs> question i ask would the, deve- would the developers of slaughter race who like are the server managers would they notice that suddenly there's a new dlc character who's from the <laughs> sugar rush franchise like yeah. what There's so much that doesn't work because they chose to base it on the internet. Yes. Yeah. And then again, the turbo principle gets completely ignored. The fact that she did exactly what King Candy did. She did. And they don't, it's not a plot point at all. When Everybody else is like,
2: are you going to go turbo? You can't go turbo. Well, she was so selfish in this film. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what he did. He was like, I don't want to lose my game. I don't want to lose my high standing. I'm going to jump to this other game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, he basically pushed her out of her own game. Glitched her out so he could be...
1: In charge in of this? In charge. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's what she does. She jumps into the other game and she's like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm leaving. And it's completely selfish reasons.
0: Yep. And she stays away and no one bats an eye. Like, there's like, ah, people are... I do miss seeing her in there. So we just talk long distance. I'm like, but people aren't going to want to play the game without their favorite character in it.
2: I mean, after all is said and done, I, I there are some parts near the very end that I'm like... It's decently written,
0: mm-hmm. but the
2: buildup is so bad it really cheapens. Yeah. Are we talking about the, the bit with parts? like
0: Ralph fighting himself? Yeah, I
2: mean, there's moments when he's yeah. talking to himself, which are are
0: nice. Yes. Yeah, it's too
2: bad the early parts in the movie ruined that.
0: He he didn't earn it. No. If that was in a vacuum, Complete. it would have been fine. But he didn't earn <laughs> yeah. it, and the when he's really self-aware, he's like, I don't realize it come as that clingy and desperate for attention. I, I'm the, like,
1: the giant. Okay, <laughs> so I the the giants. Uh, Ralph monster is both impressive and uncomfortable.
2: Absolutely disturbing. It's, yes. It's like bugs crawling. Yeah. It's, and I think that's the idea but it's it's almost too much.
1: Yeah. Because there's like I'm like Ugh, the Ralphs are undulating. Yeah. Ugh. There's
2: even a shot when you can see them in the background when he's like Getting held. And they're all like lying face down. Yes! Doing this literal (laughs) undulation. You can't see their faces. And I know they did that because they didn't want to show any sort of life. But it's just like literal Ralph corpses. Yes. Like like, all attached to each other. It's creepy. It's It's genuinely unsettling. Oh, uh, by the way, I also hate Imagine Dragons. Talk about how much <laughs> this this soundtrack sucks compared to
0: the last one. Oh man,
2: it's Wrecking Ralph, yeah, it's Wrecking Ralph,
1: yeah. <laughs> <Radio laughs> yeah! God,
0: I, <laughs> I'm not to hate that band. I am not a fan of Imagine Dragons, no, no, so no, either. when that came oh, up, I was like, no. Nah. One thing I did. Also, lo- soundtrack I, lacks.
1: There's also yeah. one thing I did like to. I do like Alfred Marine, Molina's character. Yeah,
2: well, it's As, Alfred Molina. Yes, so we can't really do wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he's really this Harkonnen vibe. Yeah. from that guy from Dune. You know, put me in yeah. in a bucket and beast me. It's just
1: like <laughs> with the, the like the brother on his yeah. Neck. yeah. You're like, you look ah, me brother. You're looking oh, at me, funny. brother.
2: I thought it was Ray Weinstone at first, hmm. but then I heard the voice. and I was like, ah, that's, yeah, that's Molina.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, is there much else left to address or did we kind of cover <sighs> it?
2: You know, I'm trying to think if there's, if there's anything that popped out. I mean, I look through I've, my notes and two, I probably have more, but.
1: Two things. I hate, so there's, uh, the <laughs> credits and there's two credit scenes. I hate one of them. I'm okay with the other. Uh, I hate the whole pancake milkshake thing. That makes me so uncomfortable. It's, it, it's
2: not funny. No. no, even in the in the trailer it wasn't. Oh, funny. I hated no, it, it, in I hate it in the trailer.
1: I hated in the trailer.
2: and it doesn't fit anything we've seen other than just a memeable moment.
1: Yeah, I there's do learnable
2: moments. There, 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 yeah. there's, there's teachable moments and there's memeable moments. Yeah, it's a memeable moment.
1: I do like the Rickroll at the end, and it's just because it's John C. Riley singing Never Gonna Give You Up, and there's yeah. something, let's be honest, it's John C. Riley singing, and there's something yeah. just nice about it, and I don't know why, out of all the internet things, Rick Rowling is one of those that I feel has not gone out of, like, has not gone out of fashion, and I don't see it. Go- it's one of the internet things that... It has a weird staying power, and I can't understand it. I
2: think it's because it's a simple idea. Yeah. Everybody's been tricked. Yes. Everybody's expected something cool and then been like, oh.
0: oh it's just Rick mm-hmm. Astley again. So
2: that, so that is just kind of exemplifying that feeling. Yes. Yes. Of disappointment, <laughs> yeah. But this
1: time it's John C. Riley singing it. That's funny. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I missed. That. I actually didn't watch it all the way to that. So, yeah, so I didn't see it. Yeah, it, it,
1: but and actually, I, I read somewhere like, oh, they thought of this last minute, so that John C. Riley was on vacation, and they're like, hey, can you just record this That's <laughs> really amazing. quick? And I like, he's like, yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, to, kind of coming around. I, I feel like if they made a third one. I don't think they're going to because I think the reception for this was pretty low. Yeah. But I honestly think they could make a third Wreck-It Ralph if it was going back to those ideas of other games. Yeah. Of, of, of keeping it in that world. And, uh, I mean, that's what happened to Cars too. Mm-hmm. You know, the first one was decent. Second one was awful. Uh-huh. The third one was simple. I it heard had that. a decent story. It made sense. It was a little bit more stripped down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think they could do something with, with Wreck-It Ralph.
1: Because, I mean, the Wreck-It Ralph world in the first movie is really interesting. It'd be interesting. It would be interesting if we kept in the arcade world and they said, oh, we added a new Wreck-It Ralph game. How would that work? What would what would that lead to? What would the reaction be? Older Have,
2: people coming into the the gaming scenario, people my age. It's not just kids. It's yeah. like retro gamers coming in, mm. trading games. Maybe mm-hmm. they get bought by some collector, kind of like the second Toy Story. Yeah, or <laughs> this other things.
1: Or it's like, or a new game comes in that's completely different and new. I don't know. And well, how? <laughs> yes,
2: they're like a bunch of government men just came in and dropped off oh this. Oh my god! Like,
0: Litwack gets it from like nowhere, not knowing what it is. Could you and suddenly imagine? Is in the arcade, in house, no, no, no. but it. could or you
1: well. imagine if they had? Record Ralph's like. Ralph wrecks Polybius, and you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> what?
0: I'm waiting for the uh, the Kingdom Hearts crossover. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's too much. That's too much.
2: I,
1: I that, be... That's
0: even more Disney. That would be hilarious, yeah. that, That's going
1: to happen in a Kingdom Hearts game. I don't doubt that. Okay,
0: Ralph is going to be in a, Is he already it's in a game? It's fine if League he shows
2: game? up in the game.
0: Yeah. yeah. we don't want...
2: But no, Kingdom Hearts be- stuff in Wreck It Ralph. No,
0: yeah. what, what would crack me up is the idea that in a Kingdom Hearts game, Wreck It Ralph shows up and he's like, "Yeah, you all are aware we're in a video game, right?" And they're like, "What?" It just he breaks the fourth wall constantly. So he gets to be that- the Deadpool of. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah oh, I could see. I could see Ralph I could see Ralph doing that. That'd be fun.
1: It is. It's tricky because it's like. I mean, one of the things we discussed in the original was. It's kind of sad. We were hoping for more game jumping. And you could have done more game jumping in the second one.
2: Yes. It really doesn't do a whole lot of that.
1: Uh, It it went too big with the internet. The
2: first film was so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That it just made uh, this game or or this movie seem very (laughs) DreamWorks. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, it does feel that way. It just knocked the whole thing down quite Mm -hmm. a few notches. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I think that's a good way to sum it up. Honestly, It's just this is the this is this is the sequel that was unnecessary. Ralph Wreck It Ralph is a is a superb little movie. It was wrapped up in a nice bow. You did not need to extend the ribbon down and try and wrap another present with it.
1: With great world building.
0: Oh, great world building, fun character development, and like decent plot. Likeable characters. Likeable yeah. characters. Ralph was not a clingy idiot in the first one he was just kind of an idiot yeah he
2: had his problems but it was a relatable he was a, problem he was a
0: lovable idiot mm-hmm. Penelope was a lovable little scamp and not a selfish you know anyway mm-hmm. and there was a lot more and there was a B plot involving Calhoun and Fix It Felix, Felix Jr. and it was
2: really great yeah. yeah and they had a great villain maybe one of the greatest oh hello villains. my
1: loyal
0: subjects.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love King Candy. it's Sam it's obviously Sam <laughs>
1: Actually, the idea of, like, if they were going to go into the internet and having a kind of uh, McAfee, uh, Norton virus type uh, character that's like a cop villain would have been interesting. I actually did. I thought that's not a bad idea, but.
2: The it, only thing I did like is that the, the virus attached to his insecurity. Yeah. That was, the, that was the only
0: thing. Yeah. It was clever. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah.
1: They they brought in a lot of voice actors for it. like apparently John DiMaggio was the voice of the uh um, virus. Oh really? yeah. Okay. And uh
0: Cory Burton is makes a cameo as grumpy.
1: Uh and Cory
0: Burton's always good. Yeah, yeah. I like Cory Burton, so
1: And Spamly yeah. is voiced by Bill Hader, but he's not credited. He's not
2: credited. I looked for him because I was like, That's Bill Hader and I looked through the whole credits. And I, I, I don't find
1: know it why he's not credited. I couldn't find that. I, but,
0: I don't know either. Um then another cameo, of course, we actually had Anthony Daniels. As oh, three yeah. Here. Well, yeah. you
1: know,
2: and if there's Vin, somebody who's going to do the Star Wars thing, it'll be Anthony Daniels. He's mm-hmm. Vin, always there.
0: Vin Diesel.
2: I feel
1: like they, ju- Look, they just took clips. It's not, like, they obviously just took clips from his... I know.
0: Well, same with, same with Tim Allen for Buzz Lightyear, that one All point. Right, Cause right, he's, right. he's listed in the credits. Yeah. Um... And then, of course, there's people who came back from the previous one. Like, it's always good to hear Maurice Lamarche as Tapper, because Tapper has a moment. Listen here,
2: <laughs> you're on the wrong game,
0: buddy.
1: <laughs>
0: the, the I'm always glad we hear the official the official voice of Sonic that they have now. Yeah. Yeah. Roger Craig Smith, he's great.
1: I, I will say one of the disappointing parts, which I, I wish I we talked like, wouldn't it be cool if this was this happened in the first movie? And this could have been a movie that could have had this too. Um, There is a scene in this where Fix-It Felix and Wreck-It Ralph actually have a conversation and all that. And I'm like, yeah, I I wouldn't mind developing their relationship. Because in the first movie, there's clearly something there where it's like there's a friendship slash brotherly relationship.
2: Rivalry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, wouldn't that be interesting if they addressed that more in this film? That would have
2: been good.
1: That would have been... I would have liked to see that, like, but no, Fix-It Felix takes a back seat yet yet again.
0: Yep. (sighs) Well, I think that just about runs our bandwidth out for this one. (laughs) Uh, Sandy, it's a pleasure as always to have you here for this. It's Mm -hmm. always great to be here. Uh, In the future, if we do return to this podcast to do other studios or other films in the disney canon way off in the distance you never know when they're going to appear uh we would love to have you back on again
2: just say so i'll, I'll be here you I'll bet. Be back an internet virus wonderful <laughs> uh is it there...
0: myself to insecurity <laughs> insecurity detected. <laughs> duplicating insecurity uh is there anything you would like to plug to pl- oh,
2: I'm in a band.
0: You're in a yeah. band. I'm in a
2: band. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I had my good buddy, Michael Ornelos, come up and say, hey, you got a drum for us. And I said, well, I drummed uh, 20 years ago for a month. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if I'm the best choice. And he's like, no, we're going to get you in there. You're going to be great. And we've done two shows already. And you know what? They've been pretty fun. Awesome. So So uh, we're playing another show on the 29th, The Chain Reaction. happened happen to be in the Anaheim area near Disney. Uh,
0: come on by. Awesome. Fantastic. And the band is called... Reminisce. Reminisce. So, Perfect.
1: Uh, next month, we're going to be discussing Frozen 2.
0: Ba-ba-ba-ba. Our next... Yes. another sequel.
1: Another sequel. Um,
0: I don't... I have not seen this one.
1: I have not either. Oh, well, interestingly... Okay. It's, I, it's, it's all right. Okay. <laughs> I should
0: definitely address the fact that we did not get to an episode uh, previous month, so in order to keep the timetable, next month we are also, if everything goes well... Going to all uh, talk about Raya, the last dragon, or is it and the last dragon?
2: Uh, It's good. It's
0: good. I haven't seen that one either. It's decent. We're we're in the (laughs) you know three. That's fair. Three (laughs) movies left. We only have three
1: movies left. I know.
0: What's the final one? Encanto.
1: Encanto. Encanto.
0: I did see that one.
1: It's all right. It's okay.
0: I like it's that we're. I like that we have an opportunity <laughs> to get Sandy's opinion of these while, while he's here. All
2: three are like, it's okay. It's
0: decent. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Uh, you know what? I think the only thing that this movie was missing, and I'll just say this in closing: mm-hmm. never going to dial up town.
1: <laughs> no dial up
0: noise whatsoever.
1: Boom! Boom! Boom!
2: guys still sticking around all right well you're welcome to stay there's not really any more surprises but you know good luck getting that song out of your head it's a real earwig <laughs> anyway what else uh... this podcast is a part of the benview network you can find this and other podcasts like it at benviewnetwork.com